Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Deer Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their inceptions and origins to their current pop culture incarnations. I'm your host Dave, and I am joined today by both of the, the whole gang's here. <laughs> both co-hosts are here, <laughs> Leonard and Cameron. Cameron, how are you doing? Uh, hi, I'm doing pretty good. Um, bit of a crazy weekend thus far, but uh, what what else are weekends for? <laughs> yep <laughs> some decompression time and leonard mm-hmm. how about yourself uh i'm good i'm just a little just a little tired today but don't worry we have uh something subtle and low-key to talk about uh <laughs> um so i i don't uh expect that i will need to expend much energy on today's episode this is this is all lie audience it will will talking about some dumb nonsense and i'm here for it (laughs) and dave how are you i'm doing all right it has been a week it's always has been a week (laughs) so the the weekend is welcome and it's a a welcome return to ridiculous animatronics gone amok now we will be taking Mm -hmm. a look at the banana splits movie which came out in 2019 and so it's just about as recent as uh willie's wonderland slightly yes like the year before but Mm. um there this one is trading maybe a little more on the five nights at freddy's um and i I believe the early script was a like discarded five nights at freddy's adaptation and it's like well we'll just Uh make it into something else and hence the banana splits movie uh, was born now this is off of the variety show the banana splits or i guess the banana splits adventure hour which um was just uh two two seasons 31 episodes from 1968 to 70 and then from 71 to 82 so Mm. super long seasons i guess uh, <laughs> yeah it's just it's just classified as two seasons um okay and i again this 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 puts the film in that weird space where i don't know who the target audience is supposed to be because yeah anyone <laughs> that's going to remember the show as it aired is like 50 years old and they probably don't want to watch this movie Mm. and anyone younger has no idea what this is um well 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 to counter counter that um my 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 partner is 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 58 so he actually does remember the show and he also really likes horror movies that have grisly deaths so he's actually kind of he's he's the he's the one target audience member he that that and that's why and that's why we're together that that, that's the that's the that's the explanation (laughs) <laughs> that's and that is in fact and to be fair yeah and, and to be fair that's um yes there are quite a few uh people that are in their 50s and 60s that grew up watching crazy horror films from the 70s and 80s and onward so yes that that mm. is a demographic and maybe this goes toward uh toward them but then we have fallout boy 
the main just vocalist well, to counter yeah. that, which is kind <laughs> of our generation, but a little bit lower. I I don't know. It's it still hit weird spots because again, then you're like Fallout Boy, but they're not really they don't do stuff much anymore. They were kind of big in the two thousands. Yeah. So again, I think anyone in there, like if you're marketing it again as horror films, you, you by and large get marketed toward like teenagers and early twenties. They mm. they probably know who Fallout Boy is. <laughs> Maybe because <laughs> it's already hitting that time of like it's it's they're they're sitting in the era of it's going to start going to like Nirvana where that Nirvana yeah. is now classic rock. And you're like, no, but is it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's sat in a weird space. Um, that be that as it may, this film, uh, I couldn't tell. I think the budget may have been higher than Willie's Wonderland. Or it could have just been the cinematography was better. Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> well, well, well. I will say the or different. Say, <laughs> I will. I will certainly say that, in my opinion, the cinematography was significantly better. Um, I the, apparently they filmed in like North Africa for yeah. for some huh. some of it. Um, uh, and just to go back to uh, to Patrick Stump, lead singer of Fallout Boy, I actually didn't. Uh, he he scored it and then reorchestrated the banana split splits theme uh, that's used like in the credits uh, for the film. And I I a I didn't realize until right before we started recording that uh, he had even worked on it. And and b I actually didn't mind the score at all like you think fallout boy and you're thinking of a very specific sound but this is just kind of like a throwbacky 80s synth uh yeah it's it's just patrick stuff it's not the band so right this is just him exercising musical talent and composition um and arrangement so that yeah, that was fine. I didn't have any problem with it. I was just like, why, Patrick? I mean, I guess you got to pay bills, so why yeah. not? Why not, Patrick? Stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah. feels like the kind of thing that he would have been into on a conceptual level of let's take this children's thing and turn it into a horror movie. Hey, do you want to score it? And he's like, mm. yeah. <laughs> the band is touring, so I'll just do whatever. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um but I didn't yeah, I didn't think that that was uh that's not a I didn't feel like it was a draw, but it's not a drawback either. So right. it just it just exists mm. in that space and why not? Um yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I um had I mean, it's just Cameron, but <laughs> either of you uh watched the Banana Splits Adventure Hour? Uh I have not for sure. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was a real thing and then partway through the movie I went, this feels like a real thing and I quickly <laughs> googled it and I was like oh wow, yeah, okay, it's a real existing property. 
Yeah, and it's a Hanna-Barbera production, so this is the first, like, R-rated thing that the company's, like, let happen. Because, it's mm. the, you know, beloved characters, yes or no, uh, that's, that's like taking a Disney property and going, we're making a rated R film with Mickey Mouse. You know, it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I th- because I think it exists in that way. The original show was kind of off kilter. I, I mm. may have seen some reruns, like as a child. I don't recall this, but most of what I was watching wasn't um, American television. It was like whatever popped up on the BBC. So, uh, yeah, the Banana Splits wasn't in that segment. It was just strange British variety show puppet things. <laughs> Which end, yeah. ends up being their own kind of horror, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I do believe that in like the fledgling days of Cartoon Network, um, they were definitely running reruns of the Banana Splits because they had that entire Hanna Barbera uh, back catalog. So they were doing mm. things like Banana Splits and Johnny Quest and the Jetsons and the Flintstones because, of course, that's what they had. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo was a big one back back when Cartoon Network started before it had any real original programming. Uh, so, yes, it is. Uh, the Banana Splits was the uh, equivalent of, of um, that children's TV show that is also like the thing that stoners watched <laughs> as yeah. well. It, it sits in the same space as um, Ra- Rainbow Junction or something. I, can't. I think it's mm. Rainbow. Maybe it's called Rainbow. Um, <laughs> that's the one with Bungle and um, Zippy. and It's also really weird if you go back and try to watch it. Hmm. Or you can... Or something like a... Like HS even, Puff and stuff, HR Puff yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is definitely that, where it's like entertaining children, but you are you slightly older and watching and go, something's, wow. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's, it's mm. disturbing on a level because it's off kilter. Yes. Like it's too mm. dreamy, too psychedelic. I don't know. Uh, the... I meant to like watch an episode of the banana splits and just kind of give more context to the the film, but they didn't really need it. I think that they laid out exactly kind of what was going on. And, um, it made me think of, uh, I guess it's also Hannah Barbera, but, um, Jabberjaw and, and any of the ones where mm-hmm. it's like a band mm-hmm. and then they go on adventures. Yes. It's kind of like this, just <laughs> with, less adventure and more horrific game show variety game show thing since it's it's yes. li- live action and i guess it was animated parts of the original show but um this is all live action horrifying thing i don't it's super <laughs> weird that it's extant in the the film itself as a thriving or I guess it wasn't doing well, but it, it still was running on the air and kids are eating it up. And it yeah. felt like when they had yeah. the audience go in for the show, like everyone lining up was huge. And then the then there's like way smaller on the soundstage. Like, 
way less people. I don't, but well, I don't know. Well, well, to be well to be fair, Dave, Soundstage One is in fact the largest soundstage on the TAF Studio backlot. <laughs> yes, and so it may, it may, the people are just dwarfed by the size of the stage. Um, we'll <laughs> we'll back it up a little bit and talk about like what what is what is this movie, <laughs> the, the Banana Splits movie. Uh, the basic synopsis is the the Banana Splits variety show is still going on, and it has a large, maybe a large, large children's following. Yeah. Uh, it's riffing a little bit on Willy Wonka, is what mm. I was feeling as far as, like, the archetypes of the parents and the children. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Pulling from that a lot. Uh, and there's the show is 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 still on the air uh and they're having a um like a live studio audience for the first time in who knows how long it's like a special event where um you can get tickets to go to the banana splits taping Mm. um of of an episode and it turns out to be perhaps the final episode of the show um decided by the above the producers uh and yeah Things kind of go downhill from there. The the banana splits themselves. Uh, it's Flegel, Bingo, Drooper, and Snorky. Um, <laughs> uh, anthropomorphic animals um, that are yeah. in originally in the show. They were people in like suits. Uh, this is yes. Maybe they were still people in suits originally, but now they've been upgraded for the twenty first century, and they're uh, fully robots um in a suit mm. uh i don't know why they that, that doesn't seem like it adds anything to it but there are robots inside the suit and not not actual performers yeah and things go awry once the robots find out the show has been canceled they are not down with that they want the show to go on <laughs> forever and ever and only kids can watch them uh <laughs> and that's that's the long and short of like what the film is uh but what happens in it is a little it's a little more involved um going on and we have our main um family there's like, you know several families and or fans of the show um are, are yeah. picked up this these tickets but uh our main set of family uh is um who is this is uh poppy poppy and thad were the two bloggers yeah Yeah. (laughs) person online Um, personalities yeah uh i know that harley is the name of the little boy so i guess it's like the williams family yeah yes yeah Yeah, we got harley his older brother austin his mom Beth and uh, stepfather, our f- father Mitch. Yeah, yeah. As his older brother is technically a stepbrother from mm. um, from his mother's previous marriage. Yeah, yeah, I believe. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, family drama. I, I yeah. think that that takes yeah. like center stage, like their their family dynamics. 
Um, yeah. Mm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I, I want to say Zoe is the little girl that got dragged along. Roped with... into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was maybe the, the best part. Just like, oh, you know. So um, it's uh, Harley's a, the little boy. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. It's his birthday. And so his mom months in advance bought these um tickets for this the dad he's a super jerk and he swoops in he's oh, like yeah. yeah i got these tickets son um he's he's one of those <laughs> aren't i the like, best yeah he's not um he's not really dialed into what the family is doing he's always on a work call uh that gets that gets elaborated a little bit later in the film uh but he's he's just not He's not really dialed into his own son, and then definitely not his stepson. Yeah, uh, yeah, or his wife. I mean, there's there's a lot of problems <laughs> going on with the Williams family, <laughs> um, un- unfortunately, or maybe fortunately. Um, the mother is mm. probably the best character in the film. Yes, like she's she good. just she's yeah she is very uh, assertive, but in a way that's because of her ability. Um, she just. Mm. <clears throat> She's not going to, I guess, aside from the brush off that her husband gave her, um, she's she's doing everything she has. She's the one like keeping the family together, mm. um, and that yeah. that becomes important as the as goes on. Um, Zoe, or I guess uh, Harley, has one friend who was end up having the flu and <laughs> couldn't go on the trip. So yeah, as a a backup, like. I guess she had Zoe's mother's number because <laughs> Zoe's not yeah. actually friends yeah. with Harley, or maybe the parents are friends, but the kids aren't. Um. Yeah, it's <laughs> like um, you know, your parent, the parents of all the kids in the class, all know each other because you know you try and force bonding at that young age, <laughs> right? Yeah. So like, even if he doesn't have friends, they can at least pretend he has a friend, <laughs> so the parents don't feel too bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like no one else really gets developed as characters. We do have um Paige. Yeah, she's yeah, Paige kind the page. of Paige the page. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of the only other major character that gets any like multiple screen time. But then she kind of vanishes yeah. for a little while, so it's a little weird. But um they when you're dealing with a bunch of people and you keep separating them for like sake of horror movie that that that's just kind of happens you don't really get the chance to like be invested in anyone other than the williams because they just have the most screen time in the beginning right Mm -hmm. uh Um, and go ahead oh i just wanted to so i think one of the main things uh because i actually really enjoyed this movie um is that it feel it is it there is a very 80s horror movie like tone and feel to it in my opinion um like uh it i in, on the wikipedia uh it was uh they stated that it was influenced by like chopping mall and child's play like the child's mm-hmm. play aspects pretty obvious um the chopping mall uh i like the chopping mall influence of like the killer robots um in 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 a place that killer robots ought not be um is is <laughs> is fun so um 
Uh, and 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 also, this movie's a really brisk watch. It's an hour and a half. Um, mm, the pace, I yeah. think, the pacing's actually really, really good. Um, I was actually surprised when I paused it and realized I was a little more than halfway through. I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm actually enjoying this. This keeps moving um, mm. in in a really good way." And they also hit a bunch of like, like different kind of 80s slasher movie and also action movie tropes in it as well we'll get Mm. to we'll get to that but i it's like a really it's such a bizarre mashup of like tone and like conception It, it it feels like it fell out of the 80s and i really appreciated that also um almost all of the gore and and death effects are practical which is a big Mm. plus in my book (laughs) yeah yeah there's like one or two bits where they had to use cg and that's about it if i remember correctly yeah Yeah, and i and i believe even the um the animatronic parts are like it's a combo between them being actors in suits pretending to be mm-hmm. robots in suits and then having actual animatronic puppety bits that you kind of just see it creepy okay. hand, ter- terminator hand you know yeah <laughs> oh the terminator <laughs> hand was great <laughs> it was it was good um yeah there's it, you, this hits so many things there's mad mad scientist trope um yeah the uh, <laughs> the very 90s power executive stuff going on <laughs> and also yeah. oh yeah i think the thing that struck me most is again the um like willie's wonderland the um the sound stage is its own character and it, it is the most like underlit place <laughs> ever not not yes. the sound stage itself but when you're looking at any of the back offices you're like why is everything turned down to like 70s gross wood paneling and like because it's old dave (laughs) it's the oldest set on the lot it's the oldest (laughs) stage on the lot i know it's the oldest but they could they could have it's been years they certainly would have just like (laughs) retrofitted like the offices and not left it like weird 70s porn studio looking (laughs) lighting i mean I mean, I mean it. It. I mean, the soundstage literally has a uh, uh, Freddy Krueger steam and spark basement under it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It ha- yes, it has the, uh, the the. Why do we have this death furnace blowtorch <laughs> device? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just, I, I just assumed that the banana splits like just built, like built it because they also built a new wheel. <laughs> yes, they did build a new, yeah. <laughs> or the, or they had the scientist guy, technically a scientist, is their uh, the maintenance man. Hmm. I don't know. It's a the creator. Very, yeah, it's there's there's so much. There's so much going on with like what's happening <laughs> in this world of of the <laughs> banana split soundstage thing. It's like I don't, hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> but there's 
I think what this has is it's, it's cohesive in its narrative. It it's it's forward moving the whole time. There isn't five minutes of someone cleaning a department, you know, and <laughs> just kind of goofing around. Although I still would have watched a extra hour cut of uh, Nicolas Cage just cleaning the Wonderland <laughs> <laughs> and playing pinball, um, doing his dance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- so this has. It's more tongue-in-cheek humor than I think Willy's Wonderland had. Because there is crazy gore. And for the most part, everything bad is happening to bad people, which is kind of yes. where the um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory feel comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the smarmy producer and the, the ridiculous... Um, Stevie, yeah, who it's oh, it's God, so Stevie. weird because it's they called him Stevie, but he looks like Steve from Blue's Clues. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 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 almost positive that that was a deliberate. Oh yeah, decision. yeah. There's there's no way it wasn't, and he's just like <laughs> he's just drunk out of his gourd, trying to put up with performing with these animatronic puppets. Uh, but yeah. I also really like that um, that Harley's like, yeah, that's Stevie. Nobody really likes him, <laughs> like, yeah. immediately. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? That's pretty on brand. Yeah. Nobody liked the only human character in any, in any variety show that yeah. had, like, people in mascot <laughs> costumes. There's always that one human character, and you're just like, ugh. You're yeah. gonna get a segment, and we don't care about you, <laughs> except for maybe um, I don't know the name of the show now. Uh, it's a little girl that goes to the puppet world. She goes oh. to the puppet world and has pink bubblegum hair, but oh. has the two best uh, hero villain duo of um, Sporticus and. Rock, oh, uh, Ronnie yeah, Rotten. Town. Yeah. Town. So yeah. I actually, I think I hated all the puppets and just liked the people <laughs> because they're <laughs> yeah they're so outlandish. And Sporticus was awesome, and then Robbie mm. Rotten. You, you can't find a more scene chewing villain than Robbie Rotten. And, um, yeah. and also the benefit of like really good prosthetic work of mm. be, of like because you know the the human character like they're clearly not puppets but the human characters features are at least exaggerated. Was yeah. exaggerated enough to be like oh yeah but you are still kind of a cartoon character even though you're not a puppet he's like a muscly dick dastardly yes because he, yeah, he wore a, a fashionable like onesie that also had a and also a vest. It's, it's yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, a onesie it with a pinstripe very... vest. It was, it was good. And he's just every time he's on the screen, you just like, yeah, what's he gonna do? And it's not gonna work, but it'll be great. And I, I, hmm. I watched that only because my sister, who's many many years younger, uh, loved that show. So I would just be stuck mm-hmm. watching whatever her favorite thing was at the time. Uh, which originally was a lot that movie I had to watch I had to mem- I memorized all the songs not on purpose <laughs> but just because they were you know it's the oh you know we did the same thing when we were kids but they could put the rewind the tape and play it again 
And then your parents are going, no, please. But she's like, no, I want to watch it five more times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And that's that's how, um, that's exactly what's going on with uh, Harley. Like, he loves yes. all of, like, he would grow up and have the banana splits tattoo. Oh, he he, yeah. he would he would be he would be the 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 super fans because the, like not only are they vloggers but they're also like banana splits super fans. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, and, 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 and Poppy, uh, yes, who know more about it than the um, than Paige, the Actual, Paige, yes. <laughs> or at least claim to know more they about claim it. to like, know and that, that was the best part it was like uh no i i think because i'm the number one fan i would know that whatever the yeah. bit of trivia was mm. and you're going but really um, do you and the thing is they they're a send-up of like vloggers but they weren't terrible people no which which no, made no, that like weren't. that was the one where i'm like oh no this isn't mm. cool yeah, they were obnoxious, but they weren't bad. Yeah, they were I, just annoying. I, <laughs> I, I felt that way about Rebecca, the producer, as oh, well. Oh, yeah. We'll get, yeah. we'll get to that. But I, I, I like the Thad Poppy, uh, Poppy situation only because of the crazy character swerve that that <laughs> that that so let's let uh, oh, we yeah. should we should probably talk about the deaths a little because because yeah. <laughs> they're kind of great um yeah. uh stevie gets it first because stevie's a scumbag who's always drunk on set um mm. i love i love the camera work and his performance during the last show the last bit of the show when they yeah. rock out because oh he God. is he is drunk <laughs> he knows the show has been canceled and he cannot be any happier about it and uh the framing and camera work during the sequence would just uh, focuses on him <laughs> dancing around the stage is is uh peak i'm so glad that this nightmare of a job is over um i really appreciate that <laughs> Um, well, and the and the cameraman, you get that like drunk camera thing yes. where like it kind of zooms in a little too hard and comes back, and it's just <laughs> it's just doing that wobble, and you're like, oh yeah, he's just blottoed out of his mind, but he's so happy he can yeah. wash his hands of this job, and you know maybe he's not a foul person, he's just like this is so much he doesn't. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same kind of feeling you get when you watch the behind the scenes of um, Ian McKellen when he was doing Gandalf mm. and like crying because he had no act. He was like, "I've been trained and now I'm stuck for days on end with like a tennis green, ball on a green. stick and green thing, yeah. oh, and there's not even any right. actors, and I'm trying to like do my thing, and there's just four blobs of uh, <laughs> something to like pretend there's a." hobbit here yeah and you get that feeling of he's just like it's just a day job and he's just he's just been ground down by it and his Mm. only recourse is the bottle um which has made him a nasty person (laughs) probably maybe i'm giving him too much credit i don't know (laughs) meanwhile meanwhile christopher lee's looking leaning over the side of the tower and saying you should have let me be gandalf (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I would also watch that movie. 
Yeah, I would watch yeah. the version of Lord of the Rings where Christopher Lee is Gandalf, of course. Cause, yeah, because there's the parts where Gandalf is kind of scary, and he just can sell that without trying to sell oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so, let's see. Uh, is it uh, Drooper? Drooper trips him, trips yeah. Stevie while he's standing on an amp. Yeah. yeah. Like, and... take, takes his legs out and, like, just... With a guitar, with a guitar yeah. neck, yeah. <laughs> and that's not even the death. Like that's that's just taking him down on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it looks like Trooper did that deliberately, but Trooper would never hurt anyone deliberately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's just part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Harley was kind of the best. He's 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 that kid that's a little annoying because he's so into something, but then at the same time you're going like, well, that's that's okay. Let let you let yeah. him have his like fanship because not hurting anybody. He's oh, just yeah, yeah. Pe- he's just really peppy about it. Um, mm. But he's trying to like he's very pure hearted still because he's a little he's not mm. like jaded like his brother. But then his his, his brother, right? Yeah, everyone <laughs> is. I think um, that's still alive. But then his brother's a good dude too. He's just not getting. Mm. Pretty much everything can just be like tossed onto Mitch as being a douche dad. Oh yeah, and yeah, like not being there for the family has caused problems. He's not yeah really there. He's kind of there for Harley because that's his direct son, and then he's just ignoring and mistreating Austin um, psychologically. I would say he's not like, mm. physically doing anything to him, but he's just not engaging with him. And that's driving Austin to go do, you know, go be out late at night doing who knows what and just being a yeah a teenager. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, it's good to see that while he's, hmm. Austin isn't like a good, being a good son, he's a good brother. So yes. his his care for his brother and then his mom and like the the actual family unit um is is genuine, it's good, um he and often knows he's kind of a goof like he he hits on Paige yeah. and then he's just like oh I why did I <laughs> you can feel like that horrible <laughs> secondhand embarrassment I've gone yes yeah, yeah maybe that was not cool but you know it. Like that's okay. Like as long as you can recognize that you you goofed somewhere, that's different than just having that weird swagger and it's not working, but you just keep doing mm. it. So right, he's he's like identifiable. I think as a yeah. as for one being like an older brother, like that's just you get it. Um. So uh, his character is well written and um. Mm everyone's doing a really good job like even uh yes you don't like mitch because he's written terribly but um <laughs> the actor's like pulling it off he's a, a smarmy stepdad oh and, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone sure. in here is a character but it's not too far i think is the thing is they're yeah. still they're still kind of mm. realistic they're just yeah. hamming it up but um they're identifying you get what they're doing and you like your you like or dislike them according to like the the character being portrayed you don't really feel that's um 
it's it's just props to like all the actors. Like mm. this, this is a silly movie, but everyone digs what they're doing. Is how that comes across. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think anyone's phone. I, I don't think any of the performances are phoning it in or it are like dismissive of of the thing that they're in uh which which helps because like once again this premise of this movie is real dumb and stupid and super 80s and there's just enough tongue-in-cheek in like the performance to make um to make this not feel super silly if that makes any sense it's it's all logical so uh in 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 uh action the uh the banana splits or er, er, they heard through stevie that the show is being canceled and that drives them crazy but this is because mm. um the last uh major update to their software uh had a glitch in it and it made them upset i don't it made them the show murder- must, murderous. must go on yes the so show I mean, must go on yeah, I mean, these things are, in-universe, the world's most complex and advanced robots. I mean, it's kind of crazy, like, the, the whole cast talks to them as if they expect them to understand and follow instructions, which is crazy. Like, these are voice-controlled animatronics. Like, the, the vice president guy who just cancelled the show is like, yeah, we'll strip him for parts and build the best theme park possible with this crazy technology we've got locked away in these old suits like of course something's going to go wrong with them eventually yeah <laughs> like, they're, they're, so once long. you've once you've made something semi self-aware it can only go bad mm. yeah yeah for sure <laughs> because you you've made it into like slave labor <laughs> go do well, all this stuff do this show. over and over again and yeah that's all they're programmed to do but they have like their own consciousness outside of that so Mm, so really they're they're doing the same thing as what happens to stevie as Mm. like stuck in a rut of this thing and that's all they do and they maybe they i mean they they don't hate it because that's what they're just going to keep doing forever but Mm. it's the same thing with stevie it's like yeah he hates his job but it's his job and he's just going to keep doing it and self-destruct as the job wears him down to nothing yeah that's kind of what's happening with them as well Mm. um they just so yeah they just direct that outwardly yeah yes what what is stevie's ultimate fate uh yeah drooper just shoves a cartoonish like like page boy haircut style uh big swirly lollipop down his throat um and it's super bloody and gory and then at the end it's a real big goofy death becomes her style lollipop Mm. lump in his in his throat and and i was immediately sold on this dumb movie yeah fair now this one, honestly, they started out really hard. That one kind of got me. That is something about that is really disturbing to me. Yeah, it's probably for one thing, it's, I... it's not the lolly. Mm. It's like they mm. they CG the throat lump. Yeah, they yeah. 
they sold the rest of it with like practical like we're squirting a lot of blood <laughs> up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and, yeah, and, 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 I, and it's lingering on his face for a very long time of him like suffocating. Mm, yeah. yeah. So Yeah, that's that's probably it. Yeah. The, the closest I've ever come to death. Let me be intimate with the podcast. The closest I've ever come to death was when I was six years old and my lollipop fell off its stick and mm. I inhaled it. And I think Ooh. that's what got this for me. All right. Fine, well. Obviously. But like, good horror movie death, for sure. Really yeah. disturbing to me in particular. <laughs> and Yeah, and I, I can um, identify with that. It wasn't a lollipop, but um, I had... Uh, they don't make them anymore. I had mm. a... Um, it's like an indoor tent, um, but it's yeah. put it's put together with a little. Uh, uh, it looks like a connect set, I guess. It would be like the closest mm. thing that. Yeah. But but it's a tent size, so it was plastic poles mm. with like little connectors, and then it had like uh, a, a yeah. vinyl um, cover over the top of it. And mine was mm. a He-Man, He-Man tent. Uh, um, sweet. Well, uh, yeah. So I had I'd been watching probably a lot of He-Man. Uh, and I decided that the, one of the tent poles, cause they're, they weren't super long, but it, it was about the same mm. size as maybe like a, a, a blow gun, like a blow dart gun. Ah, uh, yeah. And I had put something in the front end of it and was oh, shooting it. And then I decided to walk with it and I tripped and <laughs> it, the pole, it, it went and caught my like soft palette and thankfully didn't go through like the top of my head but it it gouged it gouged a huge chunk um out of that so i I mean that could have killed me (laughs) it it did not but i have a giant scar like across (laughs) my palate wow Um, and that took forever to heal and as a kid i was like six or seven um (laughs) But since then, I, yeah, yeah, and then like that put a a large, not really a fear, but um, it's a constant. Like any other kids or anyone, I'm like, do not run with a thing in your mouth. Oh. Like, do not. Yeah, I, 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 I put the kibosh on that for all of my siblings and anyone, um, even just like adults, and they have some, like a you can walk around with a lollipop. It's like, hey, don't maybe don't walk around with that. Maybe yeah, you finish yeah, that. Yeah. And sit down. You know. Because there's a valid, like, cringe in my body that says, do not, that is danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. So, yeah, yeah um, um, anyone getting stuff jammed into their throat, like, that's not yeah. great. Oh, yeah. Super brutal. But yeah. I, 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 have, I have no, no, no traumatic throat mouth trauma story from my childhood to tell. <laughs> but, but I mean, I you don't want one, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But I think it's fascinating that this this dumb banana splits movie somehow managed to instill more discomfort into the two of you because of past <laughs> mouth throat trauma. Than, it, yeah, it was. I'm watching it, it, and it just goes yeah. into that that um, meme of the brain. dog, the dog that's like mm, looking at the cupcakes and like starts flipping out. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what. That's how I felt. Uh, yeah so that was stevie then we have um the producer i think technically the producer gets 
He doesn't get he's killed. He's the last to die, technically. Yeah, he's yeah, the first yeah. to get attacked get and the last to die. Yes. Oh, great, great scene, though. He's sitting in his chair with a cigar, doing his big villainous CEO moment of, yes, I canceled the show, yada, yada. I'm going to have so much money. We're going to make so yeah. much money. Yeah. Spooky noises and things are moving around. And, like, he's got curtains on the windows into his office that he's in. And, you know, his door gets locked and dramatically pulls the curtain back and Bing Bong is just there, just staring at him through the window. It's like, it's a big it, jump scare. It's, it's, it's and it's, it's also very, it's also very Five Nights at Freddy's. And mm, that feels like mm. an actual legitimate execution on the, the, like, cinematic execution on the gameplay of Five yeah. Nights as, as yeah. well. Yeah, because um, Bing Bong shows up in the window and he just gets grabbed from from the side like there's a yeah. velociraptor in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah. And so post show, uh, uh, if you have stars on your tickets, you get to stay and get a special meeting with the Banana Splits. Uh, mm. The Williams do not have stars, but um, uh, oh, man. Uh, what's the older brother's Austin name? Yeah, Austin. Austin, uh, being once again being the really solid good brother that he is, uh, asked Paige if uh, if she'll let uh, the family stay because it's uh, Harley's birthday, and she's like, "Yeah, mm. sure." And and we get the like meet cute uh, yes. that uh, yeah. that uh, is set up for for later. Um, and so we have, uh, Thad and Poppy, the Instagrammers, we have stage dad and over it daughter, <laughs> which is my favorite. Those um, are better names than their real ones. <laughs> um, and I, I really like the fact that it's a stage dad and not a stage yeah. mom. Um, yeah. a nice little twist on that one. Uh, and well, then I mean, that, that felt like the um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where it's the the dad that kept trying to get Veruca yeah. noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a, a Willy Wonka style thing. Except instead of Veruca wanting it all, she really she just want wants none of it. She wants she's so <laughs> she's so over it. <laughs> the dad's like, I didn't pay two hundred dollars on this blowout for your hair. Stop chewing your hair. I I love the stop chewing. Stop chewing your hair. I didn't pay two hundred for this blowout. Eat it. It's good. We got to introduce us to the producers, and um, you're gonna do your little dance or your your song, and it's also horrendous. Like she doesn't. She's not talented enough, or she could be talented enough, she just doesn't care. She just doesn't want right. to be doing this thing, and so she does her little dance, and or, or, or song, and the producer's like, yeah, that's not any good. We can't do anything with that. <laughs> well, well, to, to be fair, to, 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 to be fair, her song and dance was my hums, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's what it was, is the, the she was like, that's too old, like, that's not a current song. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a current song and why is this 12 year old dancing to it <laughs> and the dad's just um, oh, we practice so much yeah uh, 
Uh, and then, yeah. so, so I thought, so I really thought the Thad and Poppy thing was going a completely different way. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, hey, no, no cell phones on the set. We don't want you filming our show while we film it. <laughs> but, uh, here's, here's a special banana splits bag for you to put your phone in. And Thad being, uh, being influencer man is like, man, I promised my audience that I <laughs> show live. what's going on in there. <laughs> Yeah, like two hundred eighteen uh, followers. Uh, and but Poppy sneaks her phone in because uh, she's wearing a giant furry jacket, and I mm. guess there's no way to tell. Uh, so after the meet and greet, they sneak off, and I'm like, "Oh, this is the typical horror movie. These people are gonna go have sex." thing like because they're weird super fans yes. uh, and also there was like an aspect where he was like your parents follow your instagram right and i was just like wait is he just like is he gonna like film them having sex and like ruin <laughs> ruin her influencer career using her account and it's like no he's he actually just proposes to her and i'm like ah oh, mm. that's sweet you're it's really it's die. really yeah it's really cute yeah. and that he he is a super he loves all this stuff and he's not mm, like yeah a, he's just excited yeah and, and yeah. you know he's not being a tool he's just like he they wander off the set to the other, other sets and he's just so happy to be there and mm. um she, she like i think she likes this stuff too because he likes it Maybe she's mm-hmm. just into it because like that's their shared thing, and she's just happy that she's yeah. excited about it. It's 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 very cute, and then it just makes like <laughs> what happens way. It's like probably the worst. It's like oh, oh yeah, he gets it pretty pretty damn rough. Yeah, uh, from legal. <laughs> yeah, uh, because, magic land uh, or whatever. Yeah, magic yeah. shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, if you're making a corny kids TV show, what better magic trick than sawing somebody in half? Yeah, and making their newly fiance, fiance participate. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, this one's probably the darkest death mm. sequence in the entire movie. Yeah, because um, uh, yeah, they just just gets cut in half and of course you do the ta-da pull the two parts apart oh yeah the binging with babish cross section (laughs) and 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 all the intestines spill out um again incredible hey i did i did forensic science at university really great job on the gore whoever was in charge of practical effects right recognizable organs good job Yeah, and they yeah, did a really um, good job um, <laughs> with him in half. Like mm. that looked. However, they had him arrayed, like his actual body mm. is like that's not really a dummy. It's like they they had to have him bending weird or something. Yeah, or just green yeah. screened out his legs, probably. With Maybe. Um, yeah, but it uh, it looks like his body. She's not holding like a rubber. Oh yeah, thing. no. Yeah, so for all the close-ups, it's him, and then it's mm. just like this horrible, like grief segment because every time you see her, she's just clinging to his like lifeless body. She has nowhere yep. else to go. She's just been traumatized so much, and she's just like, "I can't leave him. He's we we just 
we we just got engaged and we, it's like really we, sad. yeah we were going to be married she literally looks up yeah. looks at at the other characters and says we were going to be, we were going to be married and i'm like oh wow this is yeah. a dramatic turn that i wasn't expecting this stupid movie to take i actually <laughs> kind of appreciate this mm, mm. um like doesn't die because the kids are nearby and of course the animatronics get distracted but like man rough yeah <laughs> Um, and then, and then we get, it, it's not even a death because, uh, he doesn't die, but Jonathan, stage dad, mm. just gets, uh, like, it feels like the, so he gets, uh, flamethrower, improvised flamethrower in the face with hairspray and mm. a lit cigar, and I'm like, this is like, this is like at, like the actual effects of what Kevin McAllister is doing to the <laughs> yeah the wet bandits the wet yeah. bandits yeah um, it's giving him horrible yeah. third degree burns over his face it's... yes hmm. um at, which uh, and they keep like progressing the makeup like there's actually like like mm. a progression of the burn damage throughout the movie yeah. that he's in where it's like oh wow you're actually taking yeah good good on you for taking like this horrible injury kind of seriously so it doesn't look the same in every single scene <laughs> yeah yeah Again, yeah and they're, they're i mean they're all they're making it it's mm. cartoony because of what they're doing, but the effects of it was like, if you did this thing to people, this is what happens. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you feel bad about um, him, too, because he's like, he just wants good things for his daughter, and he's kind of overbearing about it, but he doesn't... It's not like, mm. a, again, he's not a bad person. He just right. is overbearing Padgett yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and, and then he's like wandering thing. around with Sorry. terrible yeah. burns for oh, it's God. not a little while yeah, it's yeah. quite a bit of stuff and he just keeps it's getting, a really like, long time it's a long time mm. and he keeps mm. just getting it just gets worse yeah yeah it gets real bad for him. <laughs> um uh yeah uh in the middle of all this uh harley's mother beth uh, finds out that Mitch is cheating on her, having an office affair. Um, and, you know, just so Mitch is off outside of the sound set at this point. He's out of the way. <laughs> Everyone sort of groups back up, and there's there's a stage dad with his terrible burns. Like you know, yeah, falls they, through they the door. My, yeah, they took my daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of. Oh man, yeah sort of starts all really coming together like the animatronics are kidnapping the kids essentially and offing the adults because they they want the show to go on and the show is for kids it's not for adults <laughs> so, yeah yeah just gotta just gotta keep rolling on um honestly mitch mitch outside of the outside of the uh the sound stage is kind of one of my favorite sequences of all this he's just like being chased by uh snorky the elephant in that little fun mobile uh that nearly hit harley at the start of the movie 
<laughs> just so dumb. <laughs> well, it's what it turns into is a weird like I felt it's not specifically like a Silent Hill mm. homage, but he's running toward the camera down like a mm. side street thing. Yeah, and so it's an yeah. awkward angle, and you can clearly see that on both sides of him, uh, it's a, a concrete like lip that goes up. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, two or three feet. The car can't yeah. go over that. He could have just like <laughs> jumped, like just stepped I, up over that and been fine. I, mm. There, there was an aspect during that chase where I was like, you know, this would be really funny if you just if you paired this up with Karma Police. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it almost like, echoes that video. It, yeah, <laughs> which I was just like, yeah, just run off the road. Just run off the road, dude. Yep. All right, that's fine. That's cool. I, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm able to like suspension of disbelief. Uh, but I also just really love how like terrified and scared and whiny Mitch is mm. at the end of it. He's like, "Why are you doing this to me?" Yeah. And he's not like you know, it's not like that tough guy like. Uh, uh, nine degree angled arm run like by the mm. end of it he's just kind of flopping flailing and flailing <laughs> <It's>, yeah <laughs> it's like if someone like cut the strings on literally the, running it, down his face yeah. mm. it's like if mm. you took Tom Cruise run but then cut his strings so he's kind of just like flopping <laughs> right <laughs> it's 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 very sad because Mitch yeah. is a terrible person. He's the one person that doesn't really have any redeeming qualities. You're trying to figure out why Beth was even married mm. to him. Well, she Maybe actually says that she, she, <laughs> she wanted security after, yeah, after yeah. her previous husband died. She she needed, she wanted to be with somebody. Like, she actually, she has an arc because when Beth realizes, like, oh, hey, the animatronics are murdering people, she's, like, instantaneously, yo, we need to find Harley and Zoe and get mm. Enzo and get out of here. And yeah. they do. And, like, she's super proactive. Um, mm. We get the, the we get the 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 predator sequence oh, in man. the little jungle set, so which good. is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Cameron, you wanna you wanna <laughs> seeing as though you yeah. seem to be a bad at you wanna break this down <laughs> for us? Um, yeah, yeah. So Beth and Austin are looking for uh, looking for uh, Zoe and Harley. And they're going through the soundstage area near Flegel's mag magic shop. They have this little sort of fern and elephant ears style little foresty bit. Uh, and up above, because it's a soundstage, there's a catwalk. Um, and, you know, they're, they're talking about it. We're in this, all these sort of dense, jungly shots, which is really hilarious because in reality, it's like this little 20 foot patch of plants. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, you know, Beth Beth turns away for a second and we just, in the background of the shot of her, just see an animatronic zoom down from the ceiling, presumably on a bungee cord or something, and just snatch Austin up. <laughs> yep. like, oh my god, it's great. And she turns, she's like, where is he? Where is he? And looks up and there's just um, Bing Bong again, sort of grappling Austin. Austin's like, you know, you know, run, run, go find Harley, et cetera, et cetera. And you can see the the character switch on Beth's face when she goes, "No, not today." 
yeah had enough of this like she goes into the into the the protective mother tropey you know i mean it's a real life thing as well you know yeah, it, it definitely feels it's yeah, yeah it's the it's the um uh ellen ripped like the get away from her mm. you bitch oh yeah yeah <laughs> she, absolutely. She, she she literally tur- like she literally turns into sarah connor for the rest of the yeah. movie yeah like yeah, to the point it's really like good. to Mm. it's my favorite part is that she's wearing the big like fluffy mom sweater and it gets yes. hot on like some trees and she takes it off and she's just wearing like a red tank top and it's like okay mm. now this is now you're an action movie protagonist <laughs> yeah yeah um but she, she a, oh man this, this is a so great good. turn that i wasn't expecting for this film yeah yeah um and with with the strength of desperation she beats the ever-loving shit out of Bing Bong. <laughs> and throws him off the catwalk. Yeah, throws him off the catwalk and he breaks his animatronic neck, I guess is the closest equivalent. And gets his get. and gets yeah. one of his arms ripped off, mm, caught in the oh, wiring yeah. and ripped off as well. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just just a really good turning point, because up until now, like these are animatronics. They are freakishly strong, as we've seen. Like, able yes. to literally just push a saw through someone without an actual soaring motion or anything. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. Um, and, like, there's a turning point of, no, they can be beaten. You just gotta, you just gotta be really, really committed and not be taken by surprise. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, um, if they get a hold yeah. of you, it's kind of over. <laughs> Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. The second one of those things grabs you. You are not going to have a good good time. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and from then on, it it it's still like that horror-y, slashery animatronic film, but it's got this sort of more actiony uh, aspect. As you know, the the group sort of rolls on the the group of um I should say of uh, Beth, Austin, Paige, and sort of Poppy. Uh, yeah. rolls on and sort of starts looking for the kids properly in all of this this terrifying set because it's it, it's really good like the dark spaces in between the different little sets is good yeah and it doesn't have the weird artifacting that usually you get when it goes mm. that dark like it just looks dark yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks really clean yeah and they they uh, end up getting I guess they get they kind of get caught twice um and put mm. into well originally they get put into the cage with um poppy and that's where we get yeah. a little bit of backstory with well, not really backstory but just a little bit more time with um the, the maintenance man that yeah. is in charge of like crafting these deadly animatronics it's not really a maintenance <laughs> man. it's just a, it's, not, it's real weird he's in a strange like he, he's basically he's he's like he's just he's like Geppetto. He, yeah. he, he he made these things. They're <laughs> they're his babies. creations. Yeah. Um, mm. I love that when he comes back, he's missing like three fingers. Yeah, like because he tried to like get them to stand down. Mm, yeah, <laughs> he tried to get them to calm down a little bit. Yeah, and then he was like, <laughs> "Well, I guess we're just gonna roll with this." Yeah, I guess I'm crazy. Well, traumatic hand, hand trauma. I guess I'm crazy now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's his life. It's his life's work, and this random hotshot corporate guy just decided to 
thrash it despite the actual producer saying the show was doing fine. Yeah. You know? Might as well go crazy. They're going to kill you otherwise. Might as well try to live. <laughs> go a little nuts. Yeah. Um, but he, he is conflicted because, like, the kids ask him to let them out and he does end up almost letting them out, you know, drops the keys for him and everything. Or kind of... It's more of a shock. No, yeah, keys. he didn't... Yeah. He, he was going to, but then... Um, mm. uh, uh, Drooper comes in. Yeah, yeah no, Bingo. Drooper comes yeah. in. And that he's like, oh, never mind. My baby! Oh, what did they do to you? Electronics been hurt. Yeah. <laughs> His only sons. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, so yeah, we've got we've got two squads. We've got the squad of adults and the squad of kids. Uh, once yep. the three kids escape from their little prison, uh, and we we get some we get some good stuff. Um, <laughs> we get we get um, oh what is it Harley like trying to bargain with Snorky the elephant? Yes, his favorite to be relatively nice comparatively. Yeah, because like, he knows a special Snorky dance. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they communicate via powerful dance, um, and ignoring the fact that uh, Snorky has just run his father over with a mini-mobile. Uh, he's not to know, I suppose. Um, and, and, and to be fair, I knew that I knew that Mitch wasn't dead because I did not see a dead body. That is, <laughs> which, is yeah. which is also a very 80s trope of, oh man, you think that character's dead, but unless I see a body, I'm not buying it. Yeah, if the death holds was off screen, it's, uh, the yeah. chips are still doesn't count off the table. Yeah, and I mean, that holds up both uh, Mitch and CEO guy were not immediately killed. <laughs> and show up later after their supposed deaths in the film. Yeah, um, yeah. So the the three kids sort of trust Snorky, who leads them down into the bowels of this soundstage. I really like. Oh. I really like the way that this shot looks, where it's just the soundstage door with this really like it's. It looks like natural sunlight, but it's so mm. bright that it's like. Also, an invitation to hell. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there is evil within that uh, within that soundstage door, uh, <laughs> it's, it's and not a good place. <laughs> and then we and then we get the sequence, which I I um, which is uh, what I'm expecting from the newly announced adult only reboot of Legends of the Hidden Temple <laughs> when <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> When Jonathan and Rebecca have mm. to run an obstacle course while terribly, um, horribly injured. <laughs> now, this one was the one that I was just like, okay, like you know, you had your you had your mouth, you, you two had your mouth throat trauma, and I'm just like, yep, watching people slip and break limbs is Ooh, yeah. is, is the Not real great. rough one. <laughs> Um, oh. And I, once again, great Chekhov's gun of, hey, let's show what this thing looks like when kids are playing it and it's safe. Mm. Oh, yeah. Look at them. They're all padded and it's fine. <laughs> now, now have the adults run it with yeah. no safety gear on. And it's, mm. it's a rough sequence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, especially because it starts out with like a horrific amount of hand trauma, which yeah. also not a fan of personally because, you know, 
if I injure my hands, I'm going to die of starvation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you know, um, Jonathan's there, all covered in terrible third degree burns, and yep. Rebecca's there with her horribly smashed hand after she tried to resist for exactly five seconds. Yep. <laughs> Um, and they they got to run the gauntlet while having pies thrown at them. Um, you know they got to climb up ladders and stuff. And like uh, these guys are very badly hurt, very badly injured. They get to the top. Where's the blue key? Ah, uh, and there's the blue key. Uh, Jonathan is stabbed to death from behind multiple times with a blunt key. And like an old he literally unlocks his key. spine with yeah. with yeah. blue key. Yeah, I gets tossed into the ball pit, and Rebecca takes her chance and runs past and dives in the ball pit. And she won, she won, she won, she made it. She swam to the edge of the ball pit, and um, but she forgot about the big hammer. Yeah, this is this is also Chekhov's gun right yep. outside of the film. She's asking for a giant hammer because she has a little mallet as one of the props. I uh, got to get me that giant hammer, and here it is. Um and. <laughs> just gets single heavy bop to the head from Drooper, sort of caves half her face in, and she sinks back into the ball pit. Yep. Yeah. Again, brutal, brutal special effects on all of this. Like, we, yeah, we like cannot it's the, it's give it just part through the eye popping. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it actually reminded me of the uh of the this is a really weird pull. It reminded me of the uh <laughs> corpse of the diver from Jaws three. Oh, okay. oh man, yeah, no, I get you. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that is a pull, though. You are right. What <laughs> yeah. on, on those things? Like anytime there's someone that's too still, and you have to turn them around. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's always no, bad. Don't play a witch it. <laughs> but, yeah. And again, uh, I don't. I really don't think anyone, no one deserved to die from what's going on here. Some characters no. you oh. feel, like, a little bit less bad about, but then, like, both of these, the, um, uh, Doug, Jonathan, John, John, yeah, Jonathan, and um, it's like no, these, this is horrible. <laughs> they, yeah. Oh yeah. They've already suffered enough, and then nope, not enough. Apparently, yeah. not yeah. enough. Not enough for the banana splits crew. No. <laughs> it, it, it's a weird thing because if you, it's pulling tropes from uh, like eighties slasher films where. The characters are breaking specific, like, set-down sins, and, yes. yeah. and then you die for it. This is, like, it's it's doing that, but the things they're, and, you know, again, it's it's not not that it's arguable. The things the kids are doing and get them killed, like, counselors or whatever, it's not stuff deserving mm. of dying. It's just that's the thing you did that the malevolent entity gets triggered by. This is, yeah. you just... An adult, and you were there. Yeah, that yeah, that was your that yeah, was the thing you did you wrong. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, that gets that gets solidified like at near the very end of the movie, which we are actually mm. coming up on, mm. um, because the 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 Williams family and Paige and Poppy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Beth and Austin, Paige and Poppy have discovered the workshop. And yeah. uh, the uh, Geppetto's like, you'll never stop them. And then they hear music coming from somewhere far away. Yeah. Find the hatch <laughs> leading into a murder basement, which is yeah. just like the underground facility underneath it. Um, mm. But they're like, what's down there? And he's like, the show. And everybody descends down a ladder except for Poppy because Poppy discovers what was going to be the fifth banana splits mm. uh, a, a, a lady owl named Hootie and <laughs> in the in the greatest best turn possible she mm. dons her mask uh, Hootie's mask and one of her claws and, and murders Geppetto because she is now a crazy psycho killer yeah, um, yeah. you took everything from me yes yes you'll get anything from me this show is all i have left and yeah the well the design of the the, so it's very weaponized like the (laughs) character is a frightening death machine looking thing whereas the other ones aren't really yeah it feels like it was serious character to sort of offset the comedy a little it feels like it was like still very preliminary stage. Like it yeah. makes me think of 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 um of of the inventor from Edward Scissorhands when you see the <laughs> the the diagrams of of like the progression of creating Edward. It's like, mm. yeah, this thing looks like a horrible murder machine, but then you take a little time and put in a little effort, you can have a very young Johnny Depp. Instead, yeah. with yeah. death hands. Yeah. Well, well exactly. you know. Hey. It is what it is. Um, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, you know. He didn't. He did not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they get down to the basement, uh, the Freddy Krueger Silent Hill basement, and mm-hmm. then they just discover a tunnel that's full of the corpses of literally all the adults that had been at the taping because yeah. off screen, the banana splits murdered every other adult and then dumped their body down, yeah. down but, here. So before they managed to leave the lot <laughs> as well. Yes. Which is right. the impressive part. <laughs> maybe Stevie uh, wasn't the first <laughs> no, well, they, uh, the, the 30 people that you see butchered in this <laughs> terrifying bin um, and then we get to the, the steam and the steam and sparks amphitheater underneath <laughs> underneath the studio where they've got the children shackled to chairs watching the show um yeah. and uh because because i have a mo- really morbid sense of humor uh this next sequence uh had me <laughs> cackling where they wheel stevie's body out on a tricycle mm. 
and then they <laughs> and then they do uh letter time which is on the show was uh open the, uh, the let's open a mailbox and we get hit with a bunch of letters it's very nickelodeon gacky mm. uh, except that they put stevie's corpse in front of a uh, a jerry rigged flamethrower that they built yeah from the yeah. piping and yeah. then turn it on and it just blasts his body into a wall <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah. I, and and uh, i i'm just like that's that's real dumb and mm. really hilarious <laughs> i'm i should be ashamed that i'm laughing no. at this but this is really funny Never be ashamed. It was very funny. It's again leaning to the darker side of humor because you know, there's a bunch of like 12 year olds watching this. <laughs> yeah, crying yeah. and weeping. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gukai Snorky escorts in uh, Harley, Zoe, and Parker and you know, locks them into place on their, on their seats. Uh, but he is a good elephant at heart and hands Harley the key secretly. Yes. Um, yeah, listen, he, he would never do anything to hurt his number one super fan. Uh, <laughs> um, and at this point, you know, the adults arrive, they're kind of just watching what's going on, and the the uh, animatronics br- bring out the Wheel of Endings, which has, <laughs> the, it has the CEOs crucified to this enormous <laughs> wagon wheel. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> With like all the various like Roth iron. iron. Like oh, yeah. Roth iron. It's not even the same prop from the show. It is literally they built a giant wheel version of it oh, yeah. out of yeah. Roth iron and yeah. then and some nine being. inch nails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um yeah, and uh yeah, because the show always ends, they they spin the wheel of endings and it always ends on rock out, but there's all these other options. Uh, and for once, <laughs> no one ever, no, no one knows ending. what any of them do. Yeah, <laughs> because it's yeah, always yeah. rock out. Yeah, they roll banana splits, and everyone, uh, you know, the, Zoe's like, "What's what's that one?" And Harley's like, "I don't know." They only ever end on rock out, uh, and they're taking banana split ending very literally, as they tear him from his nails, like with stigmata. In 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 the most severe possible form. Yep. Um, and then literally, you know, an animatronic on either side grabs an arm and a leg and just tears this man to pieces. Yep. Just draw and quarter him. Um, mm-hmm. I really appreciate Beth like just running out and saying, "Kids, cover your eyes. Please don't <laughs> look at this. Mm. Mm. You you don't need to you don't need to see this." You do not. Uh, yep. <laughs> um, yes, and that is that's that's what you get, Vice President, for canceling a, 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 a very popular show that um, that was just lucrative. So you can, that was lucrative, yeah. just so you can get get the studio space and do something new and interesting. And edgy. darker, didn't he? See? Yeah, edgy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. There we go. Um, and then we get into the Mahambot battle sequence. Oh, so good. <laughs> just the idea of tripping one of these enormous, like half-ton animatronics with a crowbar is hilarious to me. Yep. 
but oh man, we didn't good. even we didn't talk about the the major Chekhov's gun, which has literally been in the film oh. since the very beginning. Oh, yes. oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Austin got his brother for his birthday. Um, his brother had had a magic wand, and then it broke. <laughs> so he gives him a weaponized. It it didn't look like a thing a kid should have in the first place, and anything just that the, it, oh man. I think he just took the an extendable baton that you would like use yeah. for self defense, and then stuck a spiky yeah. ball on it. So it reminded oh God, me the, of there's yeah. a movie with this weapon, and I cannot think of what it was. No, but yeah, but there's like a spiky the scepter. Yeah. Every time he extends it, it has Shunk. the most menacing possible sound. It's like it, he did it right at the start. I'm like, someone's gonna die. It it's it's <laughs> it's it, he literally gives him a bloodborne trick weapon as a birthday <laughs> present. <laughs> oh my oh. god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean the construction it's made so solid and durable and then the, the force that it extends with uh is mm. enough to like go through a metal thing <laughs> basically yeah. what puncture an animatronic brain oh <laughs> uh, uh, good good on you austin give Jesus. your give your brother a deadly weapon yeah, yeah i mean yeah i say that but that's kind of what some of that stuff happens like like, hey, mm. this looks like a perfect gift, and you're like, you shouldn't give that to a child. Nope. Yep, but people people do. gave their kids lawn darts, and look what happened. Mm-hmm. Those <laughs> got banned. Yep, <laughs> Extendo Trick Royal to Nitruses will also get banned eventually. Yeah, <laughs> but oh yes, goodness. Beth, Beth being super mom who has regained her self confidence is no longer sleepwalking through life after uh, going through this traumatic event, uh, goes to leave the tunnels with her family, but oh no, what should happen? <laughs> oh no, someone fixed Bing Bong. <laughs> it just menacingly appears, I, I hate Bing Bong. <laughs> that smile is the creepiest thing in any of these animatronic designs. There, there, there. So I really, I love the fact. So that's the thing that I appreciate most uh, about this, which is um, the banana splits are weird and goofy looking. And the longer Mm. you look at them, like they are the epitome of like the unintentionally creepy thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, Like children's thing. And it's like, oh yeah, well that's because it was from the sixties and the seventies, and the costuming <laughs> was bad, and like, and like the character designs were like not great to begin with. So executing yeah. them, like, yeah. so everything about them is like weird. Like the glasses, the fact that they almost oh. all of them wear glasses, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so you wear like they wear glasses. Their eyes are obscured most of the time, but they also have Terminator red eyes too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like <laughs> it's just the perfect. It's the perfect like creepy thing that yeah. wasn't intended to be creepy and it i think it works because these are like the actual designs yeah yeah that yeah. that they are this is what they used for the show 
and the idea that so sometimes just something that gets possessed and the eyes go red. This is like the the creator had to have put in, oh yes, well in in the event, if then, if the code goes bad, then they get red spooky eyes. So he had to have <laughs> intentionally put in red LEDs in there to go, yeah. yes, if something's terrible happened, that's what's gonna that's what's gonna show up. Yeah. It's like yeah. Oh. Exactly. I still let everyone know that you should probably like get away from them, but mm. their their eyes mm. flash red like sometimes. Yeah, like, only only when they're only when they're being they're being deceptively evil. Only when they're being <laughs> naughty, and then we when, do see that when, um, uh, Snorky never has red eyes. Yes. Right. Although it's kind of hard to tell because he has these tiny little beady eyes compared to all the other animatronics. <laughs> yes. Um, so then we get a banana splits death battle between between Snorky and Bingo. And once again, I'm just like, yes, this is. I didn't expect it from this movie, but this is exactly what I what I wanted. It's oh, dumb. Yeah. It's goofy. It looks like two guys in uh, two people in really a, a large, uncomfortable mascot costumes fighting, um, yeah. <laughs> and then it ends with both of them dying. Snorky literally rips Bingo's head in twain, splits it down mm. the middle, and oh, Bingo. Man. Uh, Mortal Kombat rips out Snorky's um, strangely well Whalian uh, Utani uh, Bishop oh, three man. white milk heart. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, animatronics are all filled with milk. Yeah, yeah. The way. and they and they gave Snorky that like deadly prehensile snoot. Yes, yes. like it had oh, wrapped yeah, around to like throttle <laughs> the throttle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's real uh, dumb. It's it's, it's dumb. really good. Um, yeah. Also, it's like yeah, Snorky's not a uh, like Snorky's not complete innocent in this, so he did good, but he's got to go too. Yeah. Bye, 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 banana splits. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then we settle into our our aftermath, our our wrap up. Oh, this is maybe my favorite wrap up on a horror movie ever. Um. <laughs> First off, a surprisingly large number of people survived. Um, yes, which is nice. Um, so in the end, well, it was it's like all all of the kids and yeah, all one, of the kids. Well, I will say, the film doesn't deal with the fact that there are like thirty okay. orphaned kids now. Yeah, just hanging around. We don't we don't touch on that. That's a bit dark, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, so you know, like Austin and Paige. You know, they, they get together because they've been through a horribly traumatic experience. And they are two genuinely nice people just trying yes. to get along. So yep. more power to them. Um, I love Harley and Zoe. Where <laughs> Zoe's like, man, this show, I thought you were kind of weird. But no, nah, this, this place is what was really weird. And Harley just goes, this show is weird. I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Yeah, good on you, kid. Get that get that good character growth. Um uh, you know the police are here, the ambulances are here. Everyone's being taken care of, and who sh- who stumbles out of the darkness? But Mitch, terribly bruised with many broken bones from being run over by a minimobile. Um, you know he, he's ready. He's ready for Beth to take him back. He just, you know, he came so close to death being chased by that murderous psycho elephant. <laughs> um, and he, you know, 
he's ready he's ready to commit and you know put the sins of his past behind him and beth just clocks him square in the face yep it is very satisfying <laughs> um well and, 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 and everyone leaves and the ambulance just like leaves him there i mean yeah, he, he, yeah, he points it out and literally it's like, everyone leaves <laughs> and he, yeah he, he just has to walk home i guess um except and this is a bit i didn't expect <laughs> the mobile returns and just runs him over at i guess the highest possible speed because he literally turns into a scattering of blood and body parts yeah uh, i think it was the weight poppy... <laughs> yeah oh yeah the weight would do it uh, yeah, Poppy is driving off in the minimobile, happily singing to herself, tra-la-la, tra-la-la-la, uh, in her hoodie costume, and she has a little trailer with a bunch of the Banana Splits corpses uh, <laughs> strapped to it, um, and Flegel isn't gone for good. He's got a crowbar wedged through his central processor, but apparently he's still around and still kicking, and that's our little our little ending hook. Stinger, we've got, we've got, we've got the, we've got the makings of a sequel that involves involves mm. Poppy as the main antagonist. I'm just saying, like a Saw style movie where Poppy captures people and runs them through a warehouse with these barely functioning animatronics would be kind of good. Yeah, it, once again, it would be it. really capitalizing on like the th- like it's not it's not Five Nights at Freddy's, but it's hitting mm-hmm. all the same thematic points that you mm-hmm. would expect mm-hmm. from because you know <laughs> there's no way that she's making like she's making these uh, new new um, fur coverings for for oh, any of no. these. No, 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 definitely not. Maybe a so, trench coat at best. Yeah, so it's it's literally like disused, super disused, um, broken animatronics uh, going nuts with with Hootie as the ringmaster. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and her her like soiled sort of fur jacket thing. Yeah. And then like the bare metal of the uh, Hootie outfit makes her mm-hmm. look like one of the messed up yes mm, yeah you can see a whole great film about like look at all these murderous animatronics including this weird crazy owl thing and the, like the twist at the end is someone finally just decides to shoot an animatronic and actually kills her <laughs> <laughs> um and i i will i will be the first to admit that i would not be opposed to a a smartly written sequel to this mm. movie oh, yeah. uh following following up uh, uh, on this this ending uh stinger <laughs> it would be super cool um and that's banana splits uh what did everyone you know at the end of the day think about it um this was a great movie I really liked Willy's Wonderland. This is definitely a better film. Leonard, you have your moral superiority from me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really, really, really good. Like I had a great time, and I was not the the poster, the thumbnail of it was not <laughs> yeah. awe inspiring. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like slightly skeptical going in, but 
yeah, it hooks you quickly. It clips along at a really good pace, and it has great characters. Great. Again, I said it earlier, we cannot properly do justice to the special effects by just describing them. Yeah. They are incredible. Like, really, really well done throughout the entire film. Um, fun soundtrack, good sound design in, in general. Like, the, the swish of that extender rod thing will be forever stuck in my head. You know? <laughs> like, menacing object sound number three or something like that. Um, yeah, really, really good film. Highly recommend. Please watch it. We have touched on the generalities. There's tons of little things throughout it that make it worth watching, even if you've listened to us rant about it for the last yeah. hour and a bit. Yeah, this was really... I, I enjoyed this. Um, I don't know that I think that it's necessarily fully better than Willy's Wonderland. I think it's a little tangential like it's dealing with the same i same ideas but it has more themes kind of going for it uh the acting not that it's better but the script is better like there's more i think more care put into developing everyone and even though they're all sort of tropey uh it's just it's the exact right amount that this needs to still um, yeah be fun uh and also disturbing and I remember uh, when I, cause I had seen the um, the cover art probably when it came out, and I was just going like, "What? Mm. What is this? I don't know. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't remember exactly what Vanessa's was, and all I could think of was the terrible Bunyip movie. And I was like, "It's going to be like the Bunyip oh, movie, no. and I'm going to be sad." <laughs> uh, which I like that one too, but for a completely different. Like that one's really bad, but entertaining mm. and it's because it's bad this is entertaining because it's smart like smartly written mm. and and every all the characters even the bad ones are like endearing you like you understand like their motivations even if they're poor like you, mm. you yes. get why everyone's doing what they're doing and then it just comes down to like well are they gonna yep if you're an adult and not the exact main character it's kind of you're done and I, I think mm. the worst part really was just seeing that pit of all the other adults going like that is oh, that's man. no good. Oh no, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like <laughs> tw- twenty adults. And then oh, so uh, mm. we get um, the the lead singer from Fall Out Boy doing the soundtrack and then the Banana Splits theme song. And he's singing it, and then if you watch through the credits at the very end, he's also pretending to be one of the banana splits. And so as the song <laughs> wraps up, he's like, oh, we killed so many people. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a trip. This was, yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you didn't watch it and are still intrigued, um, by all means, uh, it's, it's on Amazon Prime for rental, but I don't, I don't think it was very expensive. It yeah. was like two ninety nine US. Yeah, it's to- it's totally I mean. worth it. It's just that oh yeah, schlocky. It's not even really a B movie. Like the, the production no, values no, I... in this is pretty high. It's not like a big tier like you'd see this in the theater, but it's it's well, very well put together. And and yeah. once again, it's it's an hour and a half. It has it moves at like uh it like it moves at a really good clip. Uh, while still being able to flesh out uh, the characters and keep everything coherent, um, I'm I'm really really yeah. happy 
with this film because there was there, there was never a moment where I was like, all right, and when we got to move on to something actually happen happening, like there was always something going on that was pushing the story forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's one shortcoming that Wally's Wonderland had was that there's a lot of dead space, like where you're waiting for something to happen, and as long and if if Nick Cage isn't on the screen, uh, it's the other characters weren't as enthralling, even though he's not like doing, yeah. he's not saying anything, he's just doing stuff, and it's just by virtue of him being him, it's entertaining, uh, mm-hmm. but it's not in service of like a larger plot. Yeah. So th- this one just it's it's moving the whole time. Uh, you're never like I wasn't ever looking at like I gotta look at my phone or what's the time? You know, you're just like okay, yeah, I can sit and be entertained mm-hmm. by this for the the short one time. All right, well that sounds like we all agree that this is a is a pretty good watch. If this sounds like the kind of movie that you would be down for. Yes, by yeah. all means. And it gives a good um, reckoning of, like, the horror that I think exists in these kind of characters. Uh, the unveiling of them being robots is its own kind of spookiness. But just the mm-hmm. idea, I think, as they exist, of, of people being in these suits. And it's the same thing with, like, a mascot in general. can kind of be mm-hmm. because you don't know who is beneath, like, the suit. Right. So that that air of like uncertainty, I think, always makes them kind of creepy, just inherently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so let's let's do our our wrap up. Uh, Cameron, where can folks find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's night without a k. Uh, come check out the stuff going on down under, as they say. Um, <laughs> all the nonsense and resin evil village posting you could desire. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Leonard, how about yourself? Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter as well by searching Dr. Faust is Dead. You can find my video essay work on YouTube by also searching... Uh, Dr. Faust is dead. Uh, hey, guess what? No updates on future projects, just like last week and just like most likely the week following. Uh, if you do follow me, uh, it is probably best to just wait until I just I post something because, uh, you know, a lot of fires in the a lot of yes, a lot of fires in the iron, mm-hmm. a lot of irons in the fires. <laughs> Uh, just trying to trying to trying to get stuff made. And mm. Dave, where can uh, people find you on the internet? Folks can find me on Twitter at sentinel underscore plus. It will be in the show notes, and you can find the podcast at um, monsterdeer dot monster uh, or mon underscore d monster uh, on Twitter for all the back episodes and um, for announcements of what we're doing next we got a couple things um in in the pipeline uh eventually we will be we we will have gotten back around to trying to cover the now four seasons of uh netflix castlevania Uh, that is long overdue because we went to watch (laughs) we were going to cover the first episode first season and it just kind of didn't happen Mm -hmm. but 
guess what? Uh, there's always room for vampires um, and beefy guys with whips. Um, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that went, but um, that's that's what's that's what's on the in the future. Yeah. yeah so look forward to that, and um, for this this episode, we will say goodbye, folks. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye.